from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. This is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, September the 28th, 2021. Thanks for checking us out. It's your digital host, Louie B, on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great offerings we have for you on the Thai Cats Audio Network, including a brand new episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Uh, that dropped today, so keep your eyes out for that one. we got a good show for you on this edition of Thai Cats Day, just like every other, but uh, lots to come up here uh, in just a few moments. We'll uh, catch up real quickly with uh, Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations, Sean Burke. Uh, we'll talk to just get his thoughts on where the team's at at the halfway point of the season, and we'll get an update on a player coming off the six-game injured list. Yes, that's right. As reported this morning, Braylon Addison has been removed from the six-game injured list. He is now on the active roster for the Ticats. I came in uh, a handful of moves announced today. Uh, As mentioned, Braylon Addison now on the active roster. Uh, Kicker Michael Damagala goes from the active roster to the practice roster. Linebacker Corey Thompson has been activated to the uh, practice roster from the suspended list. Jake Burt, Ticats' first overall pick in the 2021 CFL Draft. He has been placed on the six-game injured list. And uh, Justin Thomas, uh, defensive tackle, has been released from the practice roster. So uh, a flurry of uh, transactions made by the Ticats ahead of their first practice since their win on Wednesday night. Of course, the Ticats are getting set for their next game, which is Saturday, October the 2nd, right here at Tim Hortons Field. But the big news of the day. Uh, Braylon Addison is back. Uh, we'll hear from him in just a little bit. We're also going to be joined by uh, CFL.ca's Matt Cause. So lots to get to, uh, but let's start as we normally do. Here is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, on the return of Braylon Addison. Yeah, it was good to see Braylon back out there besides running on the sideline and, and doing you know routes there. So it was good to get him uh, reintegrated back in the mix. Uh, we'll see. He looked... Uh, he looked good, you know, and, and that's a general statement, but specifically, I just mean that he didn't really, you know, he didn't have a lot of mental bust, which is important. And obviously he won't be, you know, full strength for, for a few weeks, but uh, it's good to have him back out there. He's uh, uh, a great teammate and a great person. Yeah, Jeremiah's he's looking, looking good. You know, we split reps again for those who were at practice would know that. And uh, again, the biggest thing with Jeremiah is, is once we work him is to see how he comes in the next day and how he's feeling. Uh, obviously, he will dress again, uh, and then we will make a, a final decision based off of hopefully by about uh, maybe as soon as day two, but for sure on day three, because by then we got to be honed in. So, again, it's not not a lot has changed. It's, it's really upon, you know, how his body responds to more throwing. I felt like it was good energy out there. I felt like guys were – wanting to get back on the field and practice, but they were uh, definitely appreciative of uh, having a few days to get their legs and their bumps and bruises uh, tended to. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. You can go ahead and look at the tape after practice and, and get a better evaluation. But like the energy, like the execution, um, you know, from the ground level there initially, but we'll see. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today. So just a couple of things that he mentioned there. Of course, Braylon Addison is back on the active roster. So will we see him on Saturday? Uh, it's too early to tell, but obviously an encouraging sign to see him back out there. Also, Jeremiah Masoli splitting reps with 
uh, David Watford. So we could see the return of Masoli as well. So something to keep our eye on. We'll get the official injury report today at 5 o'clock, so we'll run that down on tomorrow's show. Uh, but I don't know if it can be understated just how good of a season Braylon Addison had in 2019. Uh, so in case you need a reminder, he had 95 catches for 1,236 yards and seven touchdowns. So having him back, of course, would be huge. Having Jeremiah Masoli back uh, could be even huger, more huge. Uh, but uh, if you want to hear from Masoli, he spoke after practice. Just go to tightcats.ca. That's where you can catch the, uh, the full scrums. As mentioned, you got Masoli. Uh, we got uh, Coach O. His full comments are up at tightcats.ca. You'll also be able to hear the full comments of this man, Braylon Addison. Had a chance to catch up with him after practice. Here's just a, a snippet of what he had to say following his first practice since coming off the six-game injured list. Uh, it was great, man. Uh, like I told the guys, man, I was just happy and honored to be out there. It's been a while for me, so um, just happy to be out there and participate with the team and be able to practice with the guys. Um, I, I think they've done a great job, to be honest. Uh, I think the coaches had a, a tough job as far as, you know, deciphering who's going to be up, who's going to be down. Um, because those guys have done such a great job, um, Steve and Tim, Poppy, uh, all those guys first year in the offense, and they've been making plays uh, these first seven weeks. So um, I think it's a good problem to have. I mean, I said it last year, I, I thought we had the, the deepest receiver core in the league. And then, you know, this offseason, I feel like we got even deeper. So. Um, like I said, I'm just happy that, you know, I get to, to compete with those guys every day. And I feel like we make each other better. Um, I think regardless of who's up or who's down, I think we got a lot of guys in this room that can make plays. Uh, it was it was a weird one. Um, kind of came in the camp, um, working out all offseason. I feel like I kind of hurt myself in the offseason, but didn't really know what it was. And then uh, came in the camp and just got a little MRI. And they found like I had a little injury in my leg. And, uh, you know, we got it cleaned up. And uh, about six weeks of rehab and, you know, the, the rehab and everything went well. The training staff, the strength coach, Ike, um, Claire, all, her staff, they all did a great job, man. So, like I said, I'm just happy to be here and able to practice and uh, happy to be back out there. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a little mixed feelings because obviously, like I said, I've been wanting to be out there and, and I'm a competitor. So I've been wanting to be out there and help the team and compete with the guys. But um I've also been, you know, proud of the guys. Like I said, the guys that have stepped in, um, first year being in this league, first year being in this offense. I think guys like Stephen Dunbar, Tim White, Poppy White, those guys have done a great job. Um, you know, Atkins continuing to get better. Um, I think as a whole, this wideout group has been it's been nice to watch as far to see us progress from, you know, people were saying we the worst team in the league and then you know we just kept getting better kept getting better so it was something that was nice to watch like I said of course I would have liked to be out there the first seven weeks and help the team but it has been it's been nice to watch that is receiver Braylon Addison as he spoke after practice today his first practice uh, back since coming off the uh, six game injured list looking to make his season debut October 2nd when the Ticats host the Montreal Alouettes. That is a 4 p.m. kickoff, by the way, which means Andy Fantuz and I will be on the air with Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross starting at 3 o'clock. And then it'll be RJ Broadhead and Mike Morielli who will have the call uh, on that game. Uh, we mentioned Braylon Addison. Let's just get some instant analysis here. I'm very pleased now to be joined by the Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, that is Sean Burke. And, uh, uh, Berkey, it's obviously uh, great news to see that um, you have a player like Braylon Addison coming off the uh, the six-game injured list here. 
Yeah, you know, we've had to be patient. Uh, unfortunately, Bradley came in with a bit, a bit of an injury, and we, we had to do a procedure on that. And then uh, as he was getting close to ending his sixth game, he got an illness uh, that, that pushed him back a bit. But now he's uh, back at 100%. Um, and uh, practicing this week and, and hopefully readily available in the lineup. We'll see how the week goes. You never know until you get through the week. But, you know, I think you've seen – what Braylon can do in Coach Condell's offense, all the different things he does for us. And uh, just getting that type of player on the field is always a pick-me-up for everyone. Uh, you know, he's an all-star in this league, and I know he's itching to go. It's been a while since he played a game of football, and he's just been excited since day one of coming back at Tiger Cat to get here. And uh, it was probably a bit of a different road to get to his first game of 2021 than he would have drawn it up, and we would have. But uh, – uh, he's going to give us a, a huge help to stretch run down the field. And just on that point, here we are at the halfway point of the season. You're seven games into a 14-game regular season. You've had some, some time to breathe after a really tough stretch of games in a short amount of time. Coach doesn't like to use the word satisfied. He said he's happy with where the team's at at the halfway point. I uh, just want to get your thoughts on, on where the team's at right now and, and your optimism uh, heading into the second half of the season. You know, you you could get me and Orlando on here and put uh, our voices and uh, faces and different things. We'd probably say the same thing. And it's not only because we're in unison, it's because we believe in the same thing. So, uh, you know, I, I think our team's finding its identity, working hard day by day. Uh, we don't end watch. We just try to get better uh, each day. And I think we're seeing improvements. And then, you know, obviously when you look at uh, some of the bodies that we expect to get back and uh, – getting some consistency of lineups in, 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 out on the field on game days, but also practice days. You know, there's some guys on, that are coming back right now that haven't had a lot of practices yet. So just them getting better day by day and getting to work side by side with their teammates is going to help. But I think our staff's done an excellent job. Coach O uh, puts together a fantastic staff and, uh, and leads from the top of the vision of, uh, uh, of getting better day by day. So, Players are buying in. You know, you can uh, you can see that camaraderie and unity in our in our team, and uh, just expect a big second half. You know, and a dimension. You know, you got this background in the uh, in the video right now. You know, we got a lot of home games, and we don't take that lightly. Uh, protecting a logo is a big part of our our organizational's belief, and uh, the fan size is increasing uh, into the capacity and everything is. Looking forward to Saturday game at Tim Borden's Field as we take on a division rival. Berkey, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it as always. That is the uh, Senior Director of Player Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations, Sean Burke. Uh, just kind of getting his reaction at the halfway point here of the season. And uh, the exciting news that uh, Braylon Addison, looking like he is uh, set to return from injury a dangerous weapon uh, so we'll keep our eye on him throughout the week as mentioned we'll get the official injury report uh today at five o'clock we'll run that down here on tomorrow's edition of tie cats today all right very pleased now to be joined by my friend from the cfl.ca and as well he's got a brand new show on tsn 1050 in toronto it's called gameplay I don't know if that's a play on words from game day, but uh, Matt Cause, of course, longtime host of TSN Radio in Toronto. Very pleased now to be uh, joined with him. And uh, Matt, I, I know you were definitely one of the people 
writing the Ticats off after their 0-2 start. So I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're, you're ready to apologize just yet or what you have to say for yourself. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was not one of those people. And listen, I love a good knee-jerk reaction. You know, the, the concern was a legit one. Uh, offensive line was, you know, losing Riker Matthews, no Van Zale, um, you know, just the, the inconsistency on offense, which is still going to be there until quarterbacks are healthy. But Hamilton's got a great defense. They've got Orlando Steinhauer. I think they're, did I hear is, uh, is, at, uh, is, um, are they getting healthier at receiver now as well? What was the news? There? Raylan, Raylan Addison came off the six game injured list back in practice today. Right, so you got Addison and Acklin, and then when Brandon Banks eventually, you know, when he's 100%, you know, th- there's a lot of weapons there. So it just it was an unimpressive start for a team that the last time we saw them went 15-3. and three. Yeah, Devere Posey working his way back, and, you know, hopefully we'll get an update on Jeremiah Masoli at some point this week as well because, yeah. I mean, this seems like it's a real test now for, for Hamilton, right? I mean, that, the stretch of games they just played, yeah, it was kind of nice to finish with – it feels weird saying it, but last place Calgary, last place Ottawa. Now you got the Alouettes, who are the highest scoring offense in the league. You want to tell yourself as one of the best defense in the league. This seems like, for the first time in a few weeks, a measuring stick game for the Ticats. Yeah, it is. And the weird thing is, is what are you going to get from Vernon Adams Jr.? You know, we, we've seen a bunch of games where he's throwing less than 50%. He's completing less than 50% of his passes. And then last week against against Toronto, he forced a couple interceptions. Um, and, you know, they racked up all the yardage, but all the penalties. But you're right. This is going to be a great test for, uh, for Hamilton's defense. You know, that win against Calgary, a remarkable win that I still have no idea how, how they did it. We, we all lost money on, uh, on that cold <laughs> Friday night. Um, we all lost. Hey, look, that guy's never kicked a field goal before. He's going to kick five. Sure. Um, but, like, yeah, like, this is going to be a very different test. Like, like I, I'm still a believer in Vernon Adams Jr., so it's going to be fun to see him against that defense. But, you know, Hamilton, Hamilton shut down Bo Levi Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, just the amount of passes they were able to knock away, the pressure they put on him. Like, I haven't seen Bo Levi Mitchell look that uncomfortable in ages. And maybe it's partially injury, but it's also Hamilton, their front seven. They got at it. Like, you know, and then, and then by the way, on the other side, the, the, the offensive line did a better job after Calgary, you know, sacked uh, Trevor Harris like seven or eight times a week before that. But no, this is, this is going to be a fun game in a time now where, you know, the, the, Toronto, like, I feel like those three teams are all still fairly close. Like, I don't really look at one as really jumping out ahead of the others. Yeah, and it really is. I mean, it seems like everybody's playing for that first place spot as they should, that buy into these final. But I mean, let's not let's not undercut how important second and third is, especially for a Ticats team that's hosting the Grey Cup. You know, obviously they want to get that East final, but at the very least, a playoff game here and and a win on Saturday would go a long way towards kind of creating some space between first and that third place, which is what I think the Ticats kind of priority is right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, it, it's almost like the same way with the Blue Jays in the American League. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah just, all, uh, just all, all, the, uh, all the juggling all the juggling going on. But, you know, I mean, say this about Hamilton. I think, like, I don't know how it feels there, but it feels to me that health is more important than standings. If you're a little bit more conservative with players and if it means a loss, but it means come playoff time, you're fully healthy – 
a fully healthy Hamilton team could rip through anyone in uh, anyone in the East. And I mean, to that point, that's, I mean, you have to sell that. And I think we should give credit to, you know, Orlando Steinauer and, and the organization that's built and the veterans, especially the veterans. I mean, it's one thing to say, Hey, you guys are going to win 16 of five or, you know, right. These yeah. really ridiculously low scoring games, like guys want to pad their stats. Guys want to play, especially in the, in an era where guys play one year deals. Um, it, it does take a, a lot to buy into that kind of idea that, hey, you know, it might not be pretty, might not be flashy, but as long as we have more points by the uh, more, more points than the other team by the end of the game, that's all that matters. And the other thing that you can sell is one thing we know about general managers and owners in all sports is that if you do well in the playoffs, if you do well in the Great Cup, that will inflate your value. Like if you're worried about your regular season stats, I understand it, as you said, a good point by you, but it's one-year deals. But if you go on a run in the playoffs, that's going to stand out more. I mean, we still remember DeVar Posey, the 100-yarder on the left sideline when Toronto beat Calgary in the Grey Cup, or maybe only Toronto fans remember that. But, you know, like <laughs> those, those, those memories always, always stick out. Well, we mentioned uh, Braylon Addison, uh, Devere Posey. Also, you know, he was placed on the six-game to the one-game injured list uh, last week. So, again, another guy we'll be watching this week. Uh, Matt, before we let you go, just want to look at big picture, where we are kind of at the halfway point of the season. Here we are week eight in a, you know, 17-week schedule or whatever it ends up being, 16-week schedule. What, do you, what have you taken away from kind of the league as a whole? Have, have you been able to kind of pinpoint what, what the 2021 season is so far? The first thing that uh, the first thing that sticks out for me is the Calgary Stampeders have forsaken me. For years <laughs> and years, I could just say, uh, "Who do you think is going to win?" It's Calgary. Give me Calgary. I can't do that anymore. One week they look great, the other week the other week they look bad. Is Bo Levi Mitchell fully healthy? And then someone's like, "Oh, is this now time for the Jake, uh, Jack Mayer uh, era upon us?" That's the first thing. The other is. I don't panic when people talk about, oh, the league is down because of bad quarterback play. And I always remind people, there was a year where Solomon Elaminian won the MOP because the other quarterbacks were either young or injured or in their final year. And it's sort of the cyclical nature of it. And the thing is, people can point to the NFL, but the, the advantage the NFL has is it is 32 teams. If there's a bunch of quarterbacks be, are, are, that are bad, you could just go somewhere else and go, oh, no, look at these guys. Because I look at the NFL, the rookies are all doing horrible. Roethlisberger's bad. Russell Wilson is up and down. Like, you can go find stars, and none of them are performing. But it's like, oh, wait, these six teams are doing well. But when you have a nine-team league, it stands out a little bit more. And it certainly will for the Edmonton-Ottawa game. I never worry about it because it is sort of the cyclical nature of it. And this is just going to be one of those years. But there was no season last year. Yeah. There was no preseason. There was less training camp. I don't worry about it. I, I focus more, like, I know the aesthetic isn't as good, but the drama is still there. So I'm fully satiated with what I'm getting from the CFL. It's a lot harder to call guys up, you know, who, who played maybe six months ago as opposed to guys who played 18, 19 months ago. So I think, like, yeah. in any other season, like you said, you know, maybe Ottawa, there is, like, a, a Kevin Glenn hanging around or one of those experienced players you can bring in. Uh, but obviously, 2021, a different story. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I always appreciate uh, catching up with you. Uh, congratulations on the new show. It's called Gameplay. 
on TSN 1050 in Toronto uh, from 1 until 4 p.m. So uh, I, I hear good things. I try and stay away from uh, from the ponies and uh, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, You should. <laughs> oh, let me just say thank you. Um, a, the year where now I'm doing gameplay, which is basically like my old show, but with more fantasy and sports betting angle into it. I'm having my worst year picking CFL games. And I decided that Calgary-Hamilton game, like, oh, uh, money line, baby. Uh, Hamilton, uh, Calgary's good. Believe I, Mitchell's never beaten, has never, sorry, believe I've never lost to Hamilton. I'm done, I'm done with betting on the CFL for at least a week or two. Okay, sounds good. Matt, always appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. That is my conversation with Matt Cause from CFL.ca and a brand new show on TSN 1050 in Toronto. It is called Gameplay. It runs from 1 until 4 p.m. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, but that'll do it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Uh, we are back again tomorrow right here on the Cats Audio Network. Same time, same place. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show or any of the other great offerings we have on the Cats Audio Network, including a brand new episode of the Coach O Show uh, with Luke Tasker that dropped today. So go check that out. Uh, thanks for joining us here today. As mentioned, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, this has been Tight Cats today for the Tight Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.